4: This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw live from the Circus Sportsbook on Vsin the
0: sports betting network.
5: Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm, he is Amal Shaw. Amal plenty on the show today. We'll take a look at little tennis, little NFL, Britain's found some great props for us that are uh, very interesting discussion pieces and of course a whole lot of, of baseball. I want to start with baseball. There's one early game but yeah. Um, all. there were 12 games played yesterday. I don't know if you noticed this. I actually looked at it when I woke up this morning. Every game was won by the team with a worse record.
4: I did not notice that.
5: Yes. Interesting. Um, not all upsets as Boston closed the favorite against the Guardians. Um, right. But some massive upsets on the day, including the Dodgers going down. Uh, Tony Gonsolin takes his first loss of the year. Uh, against the Nationals, they lose. Now they had a couple chances in that game to rally and get him off the hook again. Just didn't get it done. Bottom of the fifth,
4: it went to total, total went to nine and a half. I saw Bellinger and Trace Thompson coming up. I said, "No you problem." Were okay. I'm like, "This is good news." Bellinger strikes out. You didn't double oh, down. Well, I had the eight and a half. I went, that's why I took <laughs> the nine and a half. By the okay. way, real quick, speaking of the Dodgers, I'm in the car listening. Charlie Steiner oh. is the worst play-by-play guy in the history of time. Everyone in the Southland, in Southern California, all the way here into Nevada, how you have to put up with this guy is a criminal. It, it's an absolute crime. This guy is a disgrace to play-by-play. Every time I know what happened, based on the crowd.
5: You listen first for the crowd. Well,
4: he goes, there's a fly ball out. I'm like, oh, here, Trey Turner might have, you know, just hit, crushed my total. And then Violent. I hear the crowd's reaction. Oh. oh. And then he's like, oh, it's caught. I'm like, give me a break. How does this guy have a job? What is he there for, the hot dogs? Yeah, Sports
5: Center credentials. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. I've seen some of the stiffs they've had on the center. One early game today. Yeah. Let's to get a little uh, afternoon baseball here. Uh, Cubs extended their winning streak to six or five. Six? Six, right? Uh, is that right? Six, yes. Or last I know, night? Five. Five, five okay. Yeah. Uh, beat the Pirates last night, and they host the early game at Wrigley today. Maybe Danny Burke can take it in before his show this afternoon. (laughs) That's at uh, 5 o'clock Central, 3 o'clock Pacific, rush hour. Uh, Bryce Wilson, uh, numbers are awful for the Pirates. Against Keegan Thompson, look them all. He's been okay. Remember he got off to the quick start. He was 6-0, had an ERA of about 2-3. It hasn't been terrific since then, but still 7-4 with a 3-4 ERA. So very decent numbers here. Cubs, as you would suspect, are heavy favorites at home. Hot now and with the better pitcher here, Cubs laying a dollar up to a dollar ninety off a dollar eighty overnight here with a total of mall at eight. Too high of a price for me. Can't
4: take this. I watched this entire game last night. Had mm-hmm. it under eight and a half in this one, and I'll I'm tell you right you. now. Oh, you had, oh you had
5: a you had a bet on
4: it. Yeah, but let me tell you something. The Cubs out of 24 outs that they made, four of them were on the base path. How do you get one sixth of your outs made on the base path?
5: Was it being aggressive or was it being silly? I,
4: the Wilson Contreras play I loved. It was a fly ball to deep right field uh, with one out in the inning, and he decided to tag up and trying to get in the scoring position. I love the play. It gets nailed. Uh, another one was just a bad base running play. Another one went to the backstop, and the, I think it was Horner at third, goes back to the bag, and then tries to come home, and I, I forgot what the other one was. You, you, look, it wasn't bad. It, it wasn't like the Angels who couldn't uh, actually do anything when they had opportunities in the game last night. But Can we talk
5: about that? Yeah. Did we talk about, will anybody mention Shohei's at bat with the bases loaded that cost his team the game? You mean the one? most
4: crucial bat at bat in the game?
5: By far the most crucial. Well, he did get the ball 80, 80 feet to first base to get the four side at home against Green Key. I mean, that was the key at bat of the whole game.
4: 100%. And actually, last night, I don't remember who was doing the game with Gooby, but they mentioned it. They said that you know, Shohei's at bat was actually the most crucial at bat of the game because it was actually scoreless at the time. They had an opportunity, with no just one out, You get a sack fly, you put the ball in play. By the way, he hit the ball to first base, as you alluded to, Mike. In terms of uh, defensively, there's probably not a worse place you could hit the ball. Prado, you know, the minor leagues, they only give one gold glove. He was the gold glove winner for the minor leagues. Makes a great play, comes straight home. They Didn't have a chance with Otani's speed to get him at first base on the double up, but Again, you know, to me, that's a play that if you're a really good, consistent hitter, you've got to figure out a way get the ball in the air. Hit the ball in the air.
5: Yeah, I mean, he's swinging for a home run every time. Anyhow, can't you get the ball in the air? Well, what's the difference? It's not like the Angels are going to be contending for anything. We're going to talk about MVPs, right, in my list coming up. (laughs) Would you ever consider anyone on the Royals team this year being the MVP? Who are you thinking of? MJ, I'm not saying anybody. On this Royals team, could be an MVP. No, no chance in okay, hell. Okay, well, if they beat the Angels today, they'll have the same record. So just think about that. Wow. Yeah. All right. Let's get back <laughs> to this. I don't have a play on this Cubs early game. We did take. We took some bets on the uh, Cubs today. Here. Both Cubs, both Cubs straight, and then Cubs on uh, the run line at even money.
4: You know, I like the Cubs' talent overall. Mm-hmm. The younger guys that they have there, they look. The once again, they look like they've drafted pretty well. Morrell, Nick Horner, a uh, Nico Horner. Um, You know, they've got some good players and pieces there. uh, Wisdom over at third base. But again, the consistency or the lack thereof from the offense has been a problem for this team.
5: Okay. Um, NFL props. I I think these are really funny and creative and uh, interesting discussion points. And Britain's found some of them uh, for us to discuss today. Okay. Will there be a first-time Super Bowl winner this year? And here's who you get in that field. Obviously, the favorite. Eight teams? You get the favorite one. 12. Oh, there's that many. Wow, okay. You get the Bills. Yeah. This is probably in, well, not in it. You get the Bills, Vikings, okay. Falcons, Panthers, Bengals, Cardinals, Titans, Chargers, mm-hmm. Browns, Jaguars, Lions, and Texans. The yes, plus 220. By the way, great job by Britton, because I noticed he's put
4: them in the order of teams that have either been in a number of times and who have not appeared, at least, in the other four. Um, You know, the, the two that you would look at, Minnesota's a potential dangerous team. How about Chargers? You get the Chargers in this field. Listen, relax. I'm getting to your son in just a second. Justin Herbert, I know I I don't want you to get upset because I didn't mention your son just yet. Uh, Look, I I think the Chargers have to be the clear-cut favorite here, but I think they're in such a competitive division, and the AFC, I was going through the NFC. I think there are nine teams that can make the playoffs. In the NFC, I think, uh, excuse me, in the AFC, I believe there's between 10 and
5: 12. Uh, I would agree with that it might be there may be 12. Well, I'm not asking you if you agree or not. I'm just telling you the facts. You're putting Philadelphia in there, I right? I, I have. Okay.
4: There's two two in the east, two in the north, uh two in the south and three in the west. And in the AFC, four in the west, three in the uh three in the north, two in the south and uh
5: three in the east. If you play this yes at plus 220, yeah. reasonably, you're getting the Bills, Bengals and Chargers out of the AFC. In, yes, and about all you're getting is the Vikings, in the, right? Correct. In the NFC, right. So you're kind of one sided on it.
4: It's actually, a, it, it's, you know, the Buffalo Bills are the favorite in the AFC, six to one. They're six
5: to one, and you're paying two twenty to get the other teams with them.
4: Where would you put the Bills and the Chargers in terms of your rankings in the AFC, uh, just overall? Yeah, I'm. I'm. For me, Buffalo is one or two. Uh,
5: Buffalo's one to me. Okay, that's fair. I don't have because a Because I think Kansas City takes a step back. I, I agree with that. Uh, the, the 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 West is so wide open. I just don't believe in this theory of, of going fourth down all the time. I think they're a very talented team. You've got a quarterback on the rise, but I think this costs you in the long run. I like your, your Ravens play, except I have to see Lamar do it in the playoffs to believe it. Here's my thing on Lamar and
4: why mm-hmm. I love the Ravens so much. Lamar Jackson is always pedestrian at quarterback at best. If he ever actually has a game where he throws the ball accurately, you got no shot. You can't stop him when he's running with his legs. In terms of he can throw the ball without actually jerking Mark Andrews to the left or the right, this team's going to be phenomenal.
5: Okay. Um, let's move on to the next question. Yeah. Will any team go from worst to first? So last place yeah. in the division to first place. And here's who you get to do that. The Jets, Yep. the Broncos, the Ravens. Uh uh-huh. right, You get the Ravens. The Jaguars, the Giants, Seahawks, Lions, or Panthers to win the division. Isn't this just a bet on the Ravens? And you have to do minus $2 on the yes. The yes is favored here. Wow. Um, well, Look, I have the Ravens to
4: win the division, so we're going to stay with a yes on that one for sure. But well, outside of Baltimore, I would look at Denver.
5: You think they can win the West? Well, I, th- I think with Russell Wilson, they've got a shot. Why don't you ta- what is your... What is your uh... Price on the Ravens to win the division. Plus, I've two? got three different numbers. Okay, what's what's the blended rate? About about one ninety plus one ninety. Why yeah. don't you take the no on this bet at plus one sixty five? It's actually the a only great way play you lose is if one of these other teams, like the Broncos, wins the division. Yeah, that's true. Um,
4: that yeah, but I, I get. Beat, but here's the thing: we're going to get beat by the Giants. No, I'm not worried about the Seahawks, guys. the Lions. No. Denver's the only team. Okay.
5: Yeah, I well, agree with you. could fade them late if they happen to be leading the West. Yeah, absolutely. Make this bet them all. I like that. Make, no, I like the plus 165. Make this bet. Britain the always Big, comes up with good creative Bengals ones. The Bengals did it last year, remember? They went from worst to first, yeah. and at 25 to 1 to well, win the What Well, helps that the Ravens were, you know, over everybody was injured. Here's a two-way prop. Will the Buccaneers be the number one seed in the NFC and the Bills be the number one seed in the AFC? Yes, it's 14 to 1. Who do you, who do you think is the number 1 team in the NFC? I, I
4: look at the NFC as there's probably three teams that Green are Green Bay, Green Bay, uh the Rams and the Buccaneers. How about 49ers? Well, you're a Jimmy Garoppolo
5: fan, you stick with him. Why do you have to be, be so condescending when I give an answer?
4: I do not I just you know I can't stand I you know I can't stand <laughs> I <know>. Jimmy G. <laughs> yeah, I like by the way, good but word like, choice there. Like co cool choice to win the West. You're <laughs> you not Hey. The old Mike Singletary quote applies here. Can't win with him. Had a chance to win a Super Bowl through Emmanuel Sanders. He overthrew Emmanuel Sanders by five yards. Can Dallas be the number one seed? I don't think so because when you look at the Cowboys, the, the opening game, two games are going to be crucial for them. They've got the Buccaneers and the Bengals at
5: home. That'll tell us a lot about the Cowboys fairly quickly. I want to go quick one more. Yeah. These are exactus, Okay, and all of them have to happen. There's three of them. Top top two, Quinellas for your divisions. Cowboys, Eagles are one-two in the NFC East, Colts-Titans 1-2 in the AFC South, right. and Packers-Vikings 1-2 in the NFC North. It's 4-1. Aren't
3: all those th- the three? All
5: obvi- three of those they all t- have to happen, but they're the, all the obvious choices in divisions, right? I, I like those. I think it's worth a
4: bet. I do too. And, 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 then, four to and one. then the other thing I would do to offset it is, I think the biggest danger is with um, Philadelphia potentially uh, unseating being, the Cowboys. Yeah. So to me, I would make a switch potentially right there. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is serving up big wins with our new weekly profit boost on all tennis wagers. Visit BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app every Wednesday to receive a 20% profit boost on any tennis wager. That's right, log in every Wednesday and automatically receive a 20% profit boost. And now you can even live stream your favorite tennis players right from the Bet Rivers app. Heat up your summer with the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app, it's a whole new game. When we come back, Tennis Today and MVPs.
6: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is
0: Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network.
5: Welcome back. This segment of Odds On is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that's helped millions of people achieve lasting change, offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone is on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at zen.com. That's Z-Y-N This product does contain nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw and Amal the Tennis Tournament's Continue today. Let's run through these matchups and we'll get to my Tuesday list of MVP candidates in both leagues in Major League Baseball. All right. Uh should be in progress right now. A name that uh, a name that I really encountered is the run up to Wimbledon and then in Wimbledon. Jack Sock taking on Tommy Paul. Two Americans here. Tommy Paul was a dollar sixty-five favorite uh plus one thirty on Sock.
4: Yeah, uh this one's over. Tommy Paul beat over? on Jack Sock like a rental car. Straight set. 6-1. Six, one, six, one. <laughs> How about Kudla
5: and McDonald?
4: Uh, that one is, I think, still in progress right now. Uh, McDonald leads uh, one set to none against Kudla. It takes the first set six two. Right now, three three in the uh, second with a break point for Tommy. Uh, excuse me, for Mackenzie McDonald.
5: McDonald was a uh, two seventy five favorite. All right, three o'clock this afternoon. Dominic Kepfer yeah. uh, against Big Daddy James Duckworth. <laughs> I thought this was uh, Kevin Duckworth when when he was playing at Wimbledon. Duckworth a dollar thirty favorite of all.
4: Yeah, no play here. The Australian should have the edge here. Kepfer. Uh, does well in the clay, but here in
5: the hard courts in Atlanta, we'll saw, see how he does. Uh, Andres Martin, yeah, against Thanasi Kokonakis. Kokonakis. Yeah. Sounds like a soccer player. Yeah,
4: he's a Grand Slam champion doubles with uh, Nick down oh, in Australia curious. this past year. Yeah, uh, Kokon- six dollar favorite Kokonakis. Yeah, uh, Kokonakis should be able to take care of business in this one.
5: Um, Five thirty. Peter
4: go- Kozlowski, go
5: go check from Germany. Check boy, boy. That's a that's a very Go D- The J-O are silent. The second, the second syllable <laughs> the is, silent is silent. The whole name is silent, basically. Nick's playing uh, Peter. Uh, yeah. Nick's a $9 favorite here.
4: Can't ever lay $9 with Nick, even if he was playing me. I mean, look, we don't know which Nick's going to show up. But I will say this. I think the run to Wimbledon should help him be a little bit more focused. It's good to win. Pe- people treat you what's, with more respect. What's
5: the prize money like in Atlanta, Amal? I don't know. Chances are
4: you probably are making a wager that's larger than these guys are going to win in the first four rounds. Uh, Francis
5: Tiafo, a sixty favorite.
4: Who's he taking on? Taro Danielle. Oh Taro Daniel. Yeah. He uh, uh Taro took out That's uh, tomorrow Sebi morning Korda. at yeah, seven. He took out Sebi Corda. I would lean towards Tiafo here. Um uh, but again Tiafo's another guy I could never
5: take. He's inconsistent. Uh and Kitzbühel... Alexander Shevchenko against yeah. Dominic? Team. Dominic G- team G- you, team six twenty five. Yeah, DT should roll here on the clay. Would you court. Put, him, put him in a parlay or something. Yeah, here. if you're
4: gonna do it, yeah. Dominic on on clay against his weaker opponents. Still got a long way to go. We saw Beratina take care of him comfortably last week in Gestad, but um, he's starting to round him for him a little bit.
5: In Umag mm-hmm. Coratine Mute against Daniel Altmaier. Mute, a dollar forty five favorite. Yeah, didn't touch this match.
4: Uh this is uh Altmeyer is a guy who's inconsistent. Uh, this is not one I'm going to get
5: involved in. And then, uh, fresh off his clay court victory, Lorenzo Musetti yeah. at 80-1 to 1 for Nigel's a $3.10 favorite against Aljaz Bedini, I'm going to
4: say. A- a yeah, Bedne. Uh, uh, French? Uh, Slovakian. Oh. Uh, I think he's, Yeah, he, mm-hmm. I think he's playing under England. But anyway, um, uh, already Musetti up a break. He should roll in this one. Bedne's had a real bad year plus, so... We'll see. By the way, Mike, after the pandemic, some of the players have just gone off the rails and some of the younger players have been able to take advantage of it.
5: Okay, let's get to um, my uh, MVP lists, okay? Now... It's got to be better than your AL Cy Young. Well, we'll get to that next Tuesday, okay? (laughs) I can't wait. Cease might be on the rise.
4: By by the way, Dylan Cease, eight games where no runs and three other three. Only pitcher to have 11 consecutive games where he's given up three runs or less in total. Gibson? Bob, Bob Gibson. So only great. happened
5: twice in history. Yeah,
4: great call by the way, Bob. Bob Gibson. Gibson nice call. Yeah. Uh
5: all right, you want to start with the American League. Now, I've altered my list a little bit. It was it was Judge Alvarez Devers. I've taken Devers out. Sure. Uh, he's the injury yes, Boston's I
4: agree. gone on the tank.
5: Well, we'll see if they what they can do against the Guardians, but they're in trouble. Judge has reemerged. I mean, this guy's killing it again. Um there comes what's the got, judge? 37 home runs now? 36 or 37. Yeah. I've got him first. I've got Alvarez. The difference that Alvarez makes to that Houston lineup, oh. it's night and day. What did they average? Almost two runs a game less. They're a very pedestrian lineup without him, actually. Absolutely right. I mean, you see all those games, two runs, three runs, one run, three runs. I mean, I, I think what it was. They're averaging 3.1 runs a game without him. Yeah. And uh, it's four and a half with him. Um, he's second. I'm going to throw a Tani in just so we can have this conversation. Well, no, he deserves to be in the conversation. Well, he's the favorite. That's the thing he's the favorite in the betting market. So he's got to be in the conversation. Um in some places Otani -110 judge even money, other places judge -05 Otani. They're almost even money right now. You told me yesterday off camera you believe Judge is winning the MVP. First of all, look at where the Yankees you, are. But you can't be objective because the voters are not objective, Amal. And we don't have the whole segment to get into this love affair with with pitching and hitting. Yeah. But I have to put him in there. Look, the, he's in New York, and,
4: you know, the Angels can name themselves the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim or whatever they call themselves. They're not in L.A. They, there's one team, and make no mistake about it, it's the Dodgers, whether you're in L.A. County, Orange County. Judge and the Yankees are sitting at 66-31, and 31. Astros 64-33. and Worst-case scenario, when you look at it, these two teams are so far ahead of everyone else, they're going to wind up with a first and second records in the American League. And I think, Judge, when you look at his numbers and how far ahead of everyone else he is, and the way Cease, McClanahan, and Berlander are pitching, there is a huge gap in the Cy Young between Otani and these other guys. Showtime got lit up for six runs. McClanahan hasn't had a start in 18 starts this year where he's given up more than three earned runs. We'll finally see him tonight. Yeah, I know. This Uh, is surprising. Big break after the All-Star.
5: One final question before we get to the National League. Do you believe for Judge to win, what is more important to happen? To Shohei to drift down to 240 hitting for Shohei to lose four or five games as a pitcher in the second half. Pitching. Pitching is much more important but, uh, to me. In nobody this cares about the... Look, Jake Cronenworth was an all-star well, this they year. They excused what he hit last year, the lowest average ever, and he was a unanimous MVP. And okay. Vlady Jr. had a phenomenal year. People forget that. Right. Unanimous MVP. Unanimous. All right, here's my National League. I went to four because I added somebody. I had Goldschmidt, Machado, and Alonso. I've inserted someone. I inserted them third. Austin Riley with the Braves.
4: Yeah, I, I like the call. Riley's playing well. Braves are on the rise. They're right there. Um, you know, a tough loss yesterday against the against the Philadelphia Phillies. Three run home in the eighth.
5: So in the market, Goldschmidt's the favorite at a dollar fit minus a dollar fifty. Mm-hmm. Machado and Freddie Freeman, actually co-second choices at seven to one. I eliminate the Dodgers. I don't think you can pick one Dodger and you say. And to me, if it's one Dodger, it's Trey Turner. Not Betts and not Freeman. I, I tell you the guy I like right now out of this list,
6: yeah.
4: Manny, Manny Machado. Mm. Because when you look at Machado, perfect, perfect example the other day, if, if you saw in the Mets game, there was an errant pitch call that should have been strike three on Manny. Yeah. The very next pitch, he parks it uh, mm-hmm. and it changed the whole game. Um, I, I think when you combine what Machado does offensively and defensively and where the team is, and in my opinion, they're going to make the playoffs. I know you don't necessarily agree with that. They got rocked yesterday. Mania, another error that leads to 500 just, runs. I mean, it, these defenses, uh, they're just killing these pitching staffs.
5: Yeah, they got a big bounce back spot. And in the last two segments, we'll, we'll run through the baseball card. We can talk a little Cy Young here. It's mm-hmm. not, not officially my list. I want to get your reaction to the odds. Big Sandy Alcantara with the Marlins, a $1.30 favorite in the National League. Corbin Burns. Look, Burns hasn't really done anything wrong. He gets in these games where the Milwaukee doesn't score any runs, so he doesn't get a lot of wins. Uh, he's plus 450. Free did not get the win last night. The Braves lost that game 14-1. Musgrove 14-1. Is it really now just Alcantara and Burns in the National League? I would agree with that, and I'll tell you what, I would lay the 130 with Sandy. I do, too. Uh, I think he should be $3 right now. I,
4: I do, too. Uh, Gonsolin took a huge step back last night, losing to Washington. 4-1, gives up the four runs Gonsolin's
5: in. out of it. Let's be honest with it. Gons- Gonsolin needed to go like 17-1 and, and have the ERA sub-2. Now it's 2-3, two, 2-4. He's gone up almost a full run in two starts. The, all. the problem with Gonsolin is the perception. When I think of Tony Gonsolin,
4: I don't sit there and go, oh my God, Tony Gonsolin's on the bump. When I think Sandy's on the mound, I go, well, you got to get two runs and then maybe you you have a shot because the Marlins won't score, but he's basically only going to give up one to two runs.
5: When I think of Tony Gonsolin, he's going to give you five innings to give up two or one. Yeah. When I think of Sandy... He might go nine, and he might shut you out. Absolutely The worst-case right. scenario, he's going to give up two, or if his defense botches things behind him, three. I'm not ready to put him in that level that Max mm-hmm.
4: was last seven, eight years yeah. and where DeGrom has been the last four or five years. But when the, when Sandy takes the ball, you think, man, if we, if we can get a run or two, we might have a shot. Otherwise, you're not going to do anything. And I think it's clear-cut in the, in the National League. The American League, I think this is going to— McClanahan, plus
5: 165. Verlander, plus 265. C still eight to one.
4: It's wrong. D- Dylan Cease is very much alive in this thing. The
5: Botani 12-1, way- to 1, Cole 12-1, to 1, Manoa 15-1.
4: to 1. Here's the other thing that you make the argument for Cease. Cease is going to end up pitching in more games that are imperative than Verlander and McClanahan because they are contending for the division there. Whereas these other teams, yeah, Tampa for the wild card, but it's still not the same as winning the division in the Central where you've got Minnesota and Cleveland right
5: there neck and neck with the Sox. I think I agree with Jeff Erickson here that it— in the American League, it's too short a price on McClanahan right now at 165, plus uh, 165. Listen, he's one
4: bad start. One of these guys is a bad start away from dropping into third on this race.
5: Verlander not out of it either. No, not he at all. He just keeps giving, going out there and giving you seven, seven he, consistent he, innings on a team that's going to win 100 games. He was dominant on Saturday. All right, when we come back, let's get into the Major League Baseball slate, including McClanahan on the bump at Camden.
4: This
0: is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN the Sports Betting Network.
5: The VSIN Football Betting Guides are coming soon, and there is no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Reserve your copy of the football betting guides today and get access to everything we offer for the entire football season with a VEASAN all-access subscription. Make this football season your best ever. Subscribe now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Always great content in those football betting guides, especially the college one, Paul Stone, very thorough, in his breakdowns of all the Division I teams. Um, Amal, let's continue on here and, and break down some of these games today. 340 from the small park. Reds get it done against the Marlins yesterday, but you know if the Reds wouldn't have got off to that two and twenty two start, uh, they'd be right in the thick of this wild card race. Of course, that's like asking. Uh, other than that, how'd you enjoy the play, Mrs. Lincoln? But th- you, you, this this has not been the worst team in baseball the last three months. No, well, give them credit for that. Like, I mean, well, they the old... fought. They fought. When you got a leader like Joey Votto, you're going to fight. <laughs> All right, sure. one of the two true starters for the Marlins. <laughs> you...
4: I love guys uh, uh, Erickson. He does a tremendous job. Jeff does <laughs> favorite this player. <laughs> jo- this Joey Votto Hall of Fame nonsense. Oh God,
5: wow. he's a fan. Um, Pablo Lopez takes the mound for the Marlins, who are d- sort of drifting off into uh, obscurity this season now. Uh, well, it's, they- it,
4: well, it's good. It's good for people in South Florida. Got to get ready for the first two games for the Hurricanes and then not show up in October and November.
5: Oh, I thought the Dolphins uh, and uh, Hunter Green going for the Reds today. Lopez in the Marlins. A small favorite here of about a dollar fifteen a Total a low one for the small park, eight and a half.
4: Yeah, uh, Lopez, effective pitcher. Hunter Green's Mister Hit or Miss. I I don't know if there's anybody who you look at one day and go, hey, this guy's going to go throw a shot, and the next day he's going to go throw a batting
5: practice. Well, I think he's a guy, and there's another one tonight as far as the the way I got the Barrios. You better watch him pitch two or three innings before you get involved in their games. I, I unless you, you're going to fade him and just. Just crack it off At the start. At what point in time in this season have you thought, I want to get involved with Berrios? When he pitched in Oakland. There was okay. a game in Oakland that he won like two to nothing. <laughs> well, <listen>. And in <laughs> the fifth inning, he had a no hitter going. I said, he might have it to start.
4: By the way, the Oakland A's are major league, right? Like the ownership is trying to tank yeah. so they can come to Vegas. They don't have the guts to tell the uh, people in
5: Alameda County, hey, we're leaving. Yeah. Um, Braves, Phillies. Phillies get it done last night after getting swept. Um, they rallied twice. To win six to four against the Braves after getting swept by the Cubs. Good pitching matchup tonight. Uh Amal. Spencer Strider yeah. for the Braves. Aaron Nola for the Phillies. Are you surprised Nola is even money at home? Total seven and a half. I am not. Uh, you know, look,
4: first of all, on the road, uh, you know, in a normal situation, Max Freed, based on the way the Braves have been playing, would have probably been a two-dollar favorite at home in that matchup. But Aaron Nola has been terrific in his last start against Miami. He goes eight and a third innings, just gives up four hits, ten K's. Uh, this is a guy who's very capable. He did get roughed up a little bit on June thirtieth by the Braves in that game. Uh gave up four earned runs across the That seven was the game eights. where
5: they but they were way out in front. Remember they scored like eight runs in the bottom of the second, the Phillies? The uh, I was trying I was trying to pull it up. I don't remember uh, I think I, they were up like ten nothing and he gave up a few runs okay, along the way. So that,
4: that's not bad. You're, no, you're trying to, I don't really
5: count that. Yeah, that's you're fair. just trying to get through yeah, six four, or seven. You're, you're right. Yeah. It was
4: four it was twelve nothing. It was twelve <laughs> one going yeah. into the fifth. Right. Um, but I, I tell you what, I, I like Nola here, or I would look at the. I would under. take a shot at Nola. Yeah, absolutely.
5: Okay. Uh, geez, the Giants, they're in trouble. I'm telling you, them all. Like you said, Phoenix will be a, a good uh, remedy for them. They lose seven, what was it, seven, one, seven, nothing last night. You well, do have Rodone on the mound tonight against Tyler Gilbert, but a Rodona heavy favorite, $1.85, $1. ninety total eight and a half.
4: Well, that was very nice of you. People that may not be aware of your background, you used to be a teacher and you're rounding up here, giving the Giants a run. They couldn't even manage one. I minute. said 7 nothing or 7 Why well, I couldn't well, remember you gave, what the, I thought you were giving the benefit of I, doubt. You would assume in God. Arizona you
5: scored at least one run. I, I would assume <laughs> in that ballpark you could These get These guys
4: one. were awful last night. They they hit th- I think they had three hits they last have. night.
5: might have been four hits. Well, look at the lineup. Oh, it's the a lineup. joke. I mean, we criticize the Padres' lineup, that, it's, that that it's Manny or nothing. Look at this Giants' lineup. Where, where do you look at this lineup in fear when you're, when you're an opposing pitcher? If, if, I, if I'm Stop b- with the Yastrzemski <laughs> nonsense. I Bretton heard him has, say that. Puts Yastrzemski in our ear. <laughs> Stop. Um, how
4: about uh, the fact Brandon that-
5: Belt. <sighs>
4: <laughs> Belt's betting a healthy like 220. Yeah. Um, if I'm Buster Posey, I go to Giants management and say, listen, here's the deal. I'm about 36, 38, whatever it is. I need 40000000 million. I'll be back next year. I am this team. I am the reason you have three rings. You'd still be ringless in San Francisco if it wasn't for me. He's the, He is the third best player they've ever had in San Francisco. I, I put him over Willie McCovey. How about uh, first five
5: under four and a half here?
4: First five under four, four and, and a half? half. You, you, I, I wouldn't touch on here's why. Okay. I don't have the faith in this ballpark at times. Arizona last night, uh, it was the Kelly and Kelly show.
5: Okay, um, Nationals. Dodgers. Josiah Gray going for the Nats. Mitch White for the Dodgers. Bounce back spot for the Dodgers, who had one eight in a row. Dodgers though a huge favorite, two forty tonight. Total eight and a half.
4: Yeah, I think you're going to see the Dodgers heavy run line play tonight. Uh, minus a run and a half. They had opportunities. Minus minus. To. Yeah, minus minus. Would minus you like hear? I would here. Good spot for the Dodgers. Bounce back. Mitch White on on the bump here. Uh, Josiah Gray, not too bad. Whip comparable to White here at 1.27 for Gray. It's just when you look at this Nationals lineup, Mike, outside of Juan Soto, I mean, when you're intentionally walking Josh Bell to get to Nelson Cruz, (laughs) that that tells you all you you need to know. Mitch White had that one rough start against the uh, St. Louis Cardinals, gave up the five runs, but overall has been pretty effective for the Dodgers. I like L.A. in this one.
5: Okay, Rays lose last night to the Orioles, Mm 5-1. McClanahan against Spencer Watkins. McClanahan's a $1.80 favorite, 7.5. There were two games that I circled the prices on today that I thought were wrong. This was one of them.
4: Uh, You thought it's too high. Too high.
5: I agree. Too high.
4: Mm -hmm. Mac has been terrific, but... I would not lay this price on the road with Tampa, even though I think it's they up get up to like w. $190,
5: 195 now. And, and Watkins
4: has been decent. I mean, it's not like he's a great pitcher or anything, but he's been decent. I, I think the respect for, or lack thereof for Baltimore is just astounding at this point in time. How about this time. play? Orioles
5: plus a run and a half at even money.
4: That's not normally my kind of play, right? but I'll tell not you it's either Not either for me. Yeah, but it's not a bad play because... It makes a difference of two runs in your offense, right? You could
5: lose the game 4-3 as opposed to having to win it 5-4. Any thoughts on the total? Some places eight, some places seven and a half.
4: Um, I would lean towards the under because McClanahan's on the mound, but not confidently. The one thing we talked about this at length with this Tampa Bay Rays team they constantly put up that crooked number in, and can you prevent them getting the three or four, and then, you know, depending on what the other side
5: does. I'm um, all, here's a game I did a double, double take on when I looked at the starting pitching. Guardians at Red Sox. Josh Winkowski's going to go for the Red Sox. Brian Shaw? Yes. Brian Shaw went from a closer to a, an eighth-inning guy for a long time. Now he's sort of a spot guy, sixth and seventh innings. He won't pitch more than an inning, though. I can't imagine him. This is one of those games where you have this uh, opener of the Tampa Bay did. This is a pure, pure bullpen game for the Guardians. The Red Sox, $1.45 favorite at home here total, and it should be 10
4: I, I <laughs> Yeah, to me, this is a tough spot for Cleveland with Sean Mount, Look, he'll get two innings if he pitches extremely effectively. You really effective.
5: think he can get two? They won't pitch him two in relief anymore even. No, he did a few days ago.
4: Did he really? Yeah, he went two innings against Detroit on July 15th, gave up one hit. But, again, it's going to be based on pitch count in the first inning and how effective he is. If he gets in any kind of trouble at all, I don't think you'll see him for that second inning. You know, if you're Cleveland right now, the last two days, and I know Plesek hasn't been elite by any stretch, but you thought you had some opportunities in some matchups, right? Even though uh, Cease was on the mound, you had Bieber. You thought Bieber has an opportunity to turn things around. Plesek going yesterday against Pavetta, who had really struggled in his last three starts. I think he had given up uh, somewhere around 19 or 20 earned runs. But give Boston credit. Dominant performance last night.
5: Angels at the Royals. Royals win yesterday. Angel Serpa against Jose Suarez tonight. And the Royals, again, a small favorite at home, a dollar twenty with a total of eight of them all.
4: Do you know the Angels have scored five runs in the first inning of the last thirty four games? Oof. This team can't score. And I'll tell you right now, you look at that lineup outside of Ward and uh What did you Wal- say? They scored five runs in their in the first inning in their last thirty three games. They scored five runs in the first inning on Sunday. That's exactly right. They was, that scored, was everything. Yes. They've gone 32 th- without scoring, scoring in the, in the first? first inning. Yes.
5: Until, what, what a what a first inning no run team they are. If you you, you get they, their side of it automatically.
4: You know, unless I didn't hear Gubazik correctly yeah. on the stat, but mm. that's what uh, was implied. And and it was funny because they brought that up because they scored the five runs in the first inning on Sunday. But this team, mm. they just can't score. Yesterday, they have a runner on second, nobody out in the ninth inning. Still can't manage to get a run home.
5: Astros lose in Oakland last night. Louis Garcia against Frankie Montes. Pretty good pitching matchup. You got to lay a dollar sixty-five with the Strohs. total of flat seven. Them all.
4: Um, I generally don't do this, but I would consider in this one uh, the the in the same game parlay with the Astros and the under. I, I just don't think Oakland can score enough. They had their game yesterday. This team, it just you look at them
5: offensively. How about the run line? Strong. Run line on the Astros at even money. You can find it at plus 105 in some spots. You
4: you know normally I'm a huge run line guy. Uh I I think Montas is capable. Oakland at night, teams don't score as much. Generally, last night being a bit of an aberration. Um,
5: You know, the one thing you mentioned about Houston, this is where I think the Yankees are the better, the back end of the lineup. Here's the thing about the run line to me. You know, Montas in his comeback start in that doubleheader against the Tigers, he only went four innings. Yeah. So he's probably still on a limited pitch count. Maybe so you five or get, six. may only get five Maybe, out of yeah. him tonight, and that's then deal with that point. hope. But that's, that's, that's why I look at the run line. That's there. a fair point. That's a really that's good point. Score runs late. All right, when we come back, we're gonna look at the rest of the major league slate, including an interesting matchup in Toronto, where Jose Berrios is a two dollar favorite against the National League team that's currently in the playoffs. How could that be? That's next, odds on.
3: So, why wouldn't you go PaperTarian? I'll wait. Learn more at slash PaperTarian.
0: What's up? I'm John Wall.
3: And I'm CJ
6: Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three time NBA Six Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one on one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have ticked it all?
2: I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? You didn't need it. Ain't it?
6: <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on vSEN, the sports betting network. Plus
5: 450. Wet more betting insights to give you an edge. Of course you do. You're tuned into VEASAN. Check out our Best Bets podcast. You can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24-7 stream of VEASAN experts. Tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from sportsbooks right here in Las Vegas and all across the USA. Download the VEASAN Best Bets podcast now at VEASAN.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Amal, we're continuing to break down the action tonight, and I want to start out north of the border in Toronto, where the Cardinals start a series with the Blue Jays, important series for the Cardinals. They need to keep touch with the Brewers. Got a break last night with Colorado winning that game uh, in Milwaukee in that uh, wraparound series. Andre Polante, Amal, he's been decent yeah. as a fill-in starter for the Cardinals uh, over the last six weeks or so, taking on Jose Barrio's this is a line I circled. Amal, Berrios has given up five or more earned runs in seven starts this year, and he's a $2.15 favorite tonight. Total of nine. Run line, minus 115 on the Blue Jays. I'm obligated to take a shot with the Cardinals here.
4: Obligated. How about taking a shot at the reverse run line with St. Louis here tonight? Can you get three fifty? It's probably got to be some absurd number. Actually, it shouldn't be that much because it's in, in, in Toronto, it's a hitter-friendly ballpark. You, you think about at, $3, though? They're a two dollar dog. I'm seeing right now 185 reverse run line in terms of the numbers. Oh yeah, you're close. You're right. Plus 295. Yeah, it has to be three. If, you, if you're gonna, well, sometimes in the American League games, you don't get the numbers the way it should pan out. Um, Mike, this is only St. Louis or no play. How, how can you take Toronto in this spot? I, I, I don't care if they win the game 11 nothing. The Blue Jays do, but there's no way St. Louis should be this big of a dog to a pitcher like Jose Barrios.
5: I would take a look at plus 175 on the first five line as well. If blows up early, you don't have to deal with the bullpens in this game. It's amazing he's got a winning record. It was an important game last night in Seattle. We said that for the Mariners. They hung on for a 4-3 win to end their slide coming out of the All-Star break against the Rangers. Dane Dunning takes the mound for the visitors against George Kirby. I I think this number might be a little bit heavy. I made it around 140, 145. I'm seeing Mariners at $1.55 tonight. I'm all with a total of eight.
4: Yeah, M's got there last night. I thought this was a great bounce-back spot for him, and this is one where I agree with you. I think the price is too high. Um, you know, to me, I'm not a big Dane Dunning guy, but I'm not going to lay this number with George Kirby on the mound here with 155. I, I totally agree.
5: This should be 140 to 147, somewhere in that range. No higher than that. All right, the subway series starts tonight in New York at City Field. Uh, Yankees and Mets. Jordan Montgomery for the Yankees. Uh, remember, he took the mound of, uh, in Houston in that doubleheader on Thursday against Tyon Walker and the Mets. The Yankees, a small road favorite here of $1.20. Total of them all is eight. If you like the Yankees on the run line, you can get plus 145.
4: I like the home dog here. Mm. I, I like the Mets. Uh, I think they win this game tonight. Uh, you know, Walker, 2.55 ERA with a 1.0 1. whip, uh, 1.08. I don't think he gets enough credit for how effective he's been for the Metropolitans. Uh, I think he's done a tremendous job for this team all year.
5: I think with Scherzer and DeGrom out that he was clearly their best pitcher. And I know Bassett's had a good yeah. year, but I think Walker's the most reliable guy. I don't know that he has the best stuff, but I think he's the best pitcher. He's learned how to pitch. I, I would agree with the last two starts, 13 innings pitch, just one earned run. Uh, let's talk Juan Soto here. Mm-hmm. Both of these teams in the Juan Soto sweepstakes, yeah. you would think, Bors has said that his client would like to go play for the Mets. Uh, Both teams have the money to go out and acquire him and the prospects. If you were either of these teams, would you do it? And which team does it make more sense for if there's one?
4: I would do it if I'm both teams. It makes more sense for the New York Mets because I think if you get in that lineup with Soto and you look at Pete Alonso, Francisco Lindor, I think it just makes everybody appreciably better. Mike, he's 23 years old. He's got two more years of team control he goes to arbitration. So you pay him $20, 25000000 whatever the price is, regardless. Both teams can afford it. But you bring that left-handed bat in there, and you're looking at Lindor in the two, Soto in the three, and Pete Alonso
5: in He's the four. He's a natural fit for the three-holder. They don't have a three-hitter. This kid's
4: a superstar. They really don't have they, a three-hitter on that team. They, they don't. And to me, if I'm the Mets, you bring him in, and you know Jacob's healthy, and you got Max. I got to tell you right now, that team in my book becomes the favorite to win the World Series. I know the Dodgers have played great, but this year? Yes. They become the favorite because you don't know know what you're going to get out of DeGrom, though. No, I said, if you think you can get. Look, Jacob DeGrom doesn't have to be Jacob DeGrom. Jacob DeGrom just has to be as good as every other pitcher, and he's still going to be better than most people. The bottom line is between him and Scherzer, the way Walker has pitched, Bassett has pitched, these guys line up very well for the postseason. And in the playoffs, Mike, these are low scoring games. They're going to be tough. You've got experience. I think this team becomes very dangerous. Look, for the Dodgers right now, who's their best pitcher going into the playoffs? If you are Dave
5: Roberts and Andrew Friedman, who's starting? The, well, answer the answer is nobody. the answer is Clayton no. Kershaw. Nah, that, because of legacy. Oh, stop it.
4: Uh, all I'm saying, if you're the Mets, you got to go make this move. If you're the Yankees, you need to make this move because you don't have a left-handed bat in there. Um,
5: I still feel the Yankees' more important move is going to get in Luis Castillo. Is, is the real wild card in the National League pennant race, not Jacob deGrom, But in fact, Walker Bueller. No, it's Jacob Degrom.
4: Walker Bueller is a very nice pitcher. Jacob Degrom and Walker Bueller are not even in the same area. I'm
5: talking about importance, though. For the for the the Dodgers, don't have an ace right now. You can tell me Clayton Kershaw, but I've got twelve years of playoffs to tell you that's not (laughs) going to (laughs) happen. Just ask the Cardinals fans.
4: Or game five in Houston. Yeah. The um. You, Where they got him a lot of runs that night and he couldn't. I, what, he blow a three-run lead twice in that all, game? All I know is, if that's Pete Martinez, you're planning the parade. <laughs> that's all I know. If Pedro's on that bump, you're planning the parade. Look, to me, when you look at Walker Bueller, he's a very good pitcher. And he's a number one. There's no question about it. But when we talk about rarefied air number ones, Justin Verlander, Jacob DeGrom, Max Scherzer, Clayton Kershaw, historically over these guys' careers... They take that ball and you think, okay, if we get two tonight,
5: we're winning this game. Is Louis Castile would be more effective in the American League because they, because obviously he's pitched against these National League teams many times and they haven't seen him as much in the American League. So is it is it a more valuable acquisition for the Yankees than the Dodgers? Fair question. I think in the regular season,
4: play a bit of a part and could help in the postseason. But I think if you're in New York, you need him behind Garrett Cole. All right, Padres
5: uh, got bounced last night after the year in Detroit. Tigers send Garrett Hill to the mound against Mike Clevenger. The Padres, a eighty favorite on the road to mall. Total 8.5 heavy juice to the under or 8 with a little juice to the over.
4: Yeah, Clevenger uh, had a couple of rough starts. One at Colorado, four earned runs. Not, not really a rough when you're there. But Seattle at home gave up four earned runs. But hasn't pitched too poorly, Mike, since he's returned here. Uh, I think this is a good bounce back spot. What did you say the price was? eighty. You got to go run line or no play here. Plus, uh, uh, what is it on the run line? 115, minus 115. Minus, minus. Seven. Yeah. Well, look. I'll pass. I, I think the pods come back in this spot here. Detroit's still a very hitter-friendly park. And even last night, the Padres had opportunities in that game.
5: Uh, t- an old American League rivalry, Twins-Brewers, yep. and, and geographical li- rivalry. Uh, Dylan Bundy and the Twins are at Miller Park tonight uh, taking on Ethan Small and the Brewers. Brewers off uh, the loss to Colorado last night. Brewers, a small Home favorite, know down, down to a pick and was a dollar fifteen, now a dollar ten on both sides for places that have a twenty cent line, total of nine.
4: I like the move here. I agree with it. I like Minnesota here. By the way, if you're the twins, could you have gotten a better post to all star start than what has happened so far in the American League Central? Guardians take the first two games against the White Sox. Chicago yep. returns the favor. So no nobody no gains movement. any... Run. Yeah, exactly. And they
5: played four additional games. And then Cleveland and goes and loses. Cleveland goes and loses, and you win your two games. Mm-hmm. I mean, perfect start well, to... Well, the Tigers, gave, the Tigers gave, you, gave you a little bit of cushion back, right? In Tigers series. And, and
4: I was getting... Well, you were getting ready to make a comment. Well, it was the Tigers. Well, I asked the Guardians that when they went to Detroit last month, or <laughs> this month, a couple of weeks ago.
5: Well, they couldn't, they couldn't buy a win there. No. Okay, so you're on the Twins here.
4: Yeah, I like the Twins in this game.
5: Okay, now the White Sox head to Colorado to start their series against the Rockies. Mike Kopesh on the mound for the Sox. Herman Marquez for the Rockies. Sox, a very slight road favorite here. Total, 10 and a half.
4: You know, Kopesh hasn't pitched bad, bad. Last two starts, uh, 10 and two-thirds innings pitched just the four earned runs. But this is a tougher start here in Colorado. Marquez is a feast or famine kind of guy. Um, this is a guy you're not sure what you're going to get out of him. Do you believe the White Sox offense might be rounding into
5: form? <sighs> they're hit and miss aren't they I yeah, mean that's they're, what my they're, concern is. they're so hit and miss it's all about the starting pitching if you if you think that this team is going to win the central and make any noise it's really all about the starting pitching you know the, the, the thing about the White Sox is they're going to score one run one day and they're scoring 11 the next day
4: I no nobody's been championing Dylan Cease more than I have but I don't trust Dylan Cease the way I do some of the uh, some of these other high level pitchers I do believe that Giolito at
5: some point in time is going to be more effective. I know you're not a Giolito guy. I was the first year when he was on, but then he was bad last year, and he started out a top 10 losing ROI pitcher this year. He's been better as of late. I don't know that you can rely on Lance Lynn in the playoffs with that one pitch. You know what I mean? I don't know where the depth is. This is the this is the guy that's key for the White Sox. Yes, Kopech, can he be he's, an effective three starter in a playoff series? One hundred percent. He's the guy. He's gonna. He's the only guy that they have to turn to. Their bullpen. What do you think of their bullpen? Graveman. Well, Gre- Hendricks.
4: Hendricks I, I, you know, one day Graveman doesn't give up a run, so then Hendricks will. One day yeah. uh, Hendricks gives up a run, and then uh, Graveman won't. It's inconsistent for me.
5: Would you rather have Hendricks or Kimbrel? I, I, I'm with I'm with Jeff Erickson I I, I hold my breath when Kimball comes in I,
4: but to answer your question I'd rather have
5: Kimball yeah. okay thanks for tuning in today up next on Visa it's betting across America